Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Jet. Yes, that's right. Terrible we got a host. guest today. <laughs> that was terrible hosting by Chad. He was supposed to introduce you, but he just left it I was going to introduce him after. Thanks, thanks for the intro, Chad. Thank I appreciate God. it. <laughs> Jed is professional and just knew how to pick up the slack there because Jed just left him out there to die. We got our boy Jet. We finally got him on here. There's been some miscommunications, you know. Uh, Ronnie has been getting a little angry to the side. Ronnie, why don't you explain? Explain yourself to Jet. Explain which part? How you said he ghosted us. Well, I thought he ghosted us. I, you know, I thought we had. <laughs> you, you were the head of communications for the podcast Chronicles, and I thought we had a date. And then you told me uh, an hour before recording, you're like, "Oh yeah, Jet did a uh, charity 24 hour live stream the night before." And I thought, well, maybe today wasn't the best day to do this. Then <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will admit. So I have. I have. I have my Twitter notifications off. Right. I don't I don't really communicate with anyone on Twitter and I should have I should have said beforehand, "Hey, here's my phone number, you know, if you uh, need to get a hold of me." And I will admit I was I was driving to go eat a sandwich when I was supposed to be in my room with Riverside up ready to go. So <laughs> I'll take fault for that. Um <laughs> but I will also give equal fault to Chad just because I can. Uh, that's fair. When in doubt, you just pointed to him. I should have known better. Nobody checks their Twitter DMs. What kind of sandwich? Um, it was a uh, that day. It was a chicken parm, was chicken parm with with fried basil. It was fantastic, actually. I still think about it. It does sound pretty good. What we got going today, Chad? So we're gonna talk a little bit about this latest part, I guess you call it. Um, I think that that leads us into Jet. What the hell is going on with the the whole anime? Slash Mappa Studios releasing. So there's there's quite a bit going on. Um, I can't exactly talk about it necessarily. I can tell you that it's coming. I can tell you that it's 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 pretty much it's pretty much there. From what I understand from the from the tidbits I've been given, it's it's pretty much there. Um, and you know, we'll be. Uh, Maybe we'll be seeing it pretty soon. So we will be, the fall of this year, we will see the ending of this legendary show, is what you're saying. Maybe it's the fall, maybe it's maybe it's before that, who knows. Okay. Like you said, he can't say too much, but did we at least uh, put a title on his secret bona fides? Did we just pick Jed off the the street and he's just like, yeah. oh yeah, I my grandpa is actually Mister Crunchyroll, so that's why I know. <laughs> no, so I I work with them um, non exclusively on some stuff. Um, you know, I've gone to quite a few of the premieres they've done for uh, like the Dragon Ball Z movie was the first one I went to, and then Demon Slayer, and um, so I I've I've I'm good buddies with a couple people that uh you know run the u.s side and a lot from what i understand a lot of those delays and stuff and like for example the um you know the day when season four part three the finale part two was coming out um it was a it was a delay on japan side from what i understand it was uh it was issues coming from japan side not the u.s do you think that was delay as in like their initial airing or they had to get it over to the US side? Does that make sense? I think I I'd like to think it was over on the US side ready to go, but maybe they were just waiting on something from, you know, the Japan side for the for the AOK. Um I'm not exactly sure where the hiccup was there and I know it was largely a server issue as to why it was so long to upload. Um I, the website crashed like 8 times. My big gripe with this anime game is I feel like people already love it so much, but I feel like it could be so much bigger if they just promoted it and, like, scheduled it better. Does that make sense? I feel like it's exactly. so hard yeah. to, like, figure out when things are coming. Like, even in this case, like, I understand they were trying to do it as quick as possible. Like, they're 
making the subtitles and just getting it up as soon as they can. It seems like it would make even more sense if they're just like, all right, you know, we could get it up in the next 10 hours, but let's just say it's going to take us 24 hours and we'll just tell people this is officially when it's dropping. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. That, okay. that honestly would. It would make life a lot easier. Okay, I just had to make sure I wasn't crazy. I feel like it would bring in a lot more of just like uh, regular folks too to the anime game. Yeah, maybe just a sense of a little bit more punctuality. Well, yeah, it's just like if you try to tell someone who doesn't know what's going on how to watch it, it's just weird. You can't be like, like they'd be like, "When's the next season coming out?" So I can get caught up, and you're like, you're kind of just like, "Well, I don't know." Maybe next year. Yeah. Maybe two years. You just kind of have to get three. caught up. It was like that one day at work when we found out that Chainsaw Man, the last episode, we found it out through like an email from Crunchyroll talking about it. That's that's actually how I found out too, which is really funny. <laughs> that, yeah, that one is like the one that I will forever use as my number one example of just being like week of, by the way, finale this episode get ready i was settled in for 11 more episodes yeah i feel like if they i mean because normally before the season starts they give you you know they'll say the season will run for 12 episodes but they don't you know it's not outwardly said it's you know in the fine print somewhere which makes it kind of a pain in the ass so i mean just keep looking out for the emails i guess (laughs) yeah turn on your email (laughs) notifications oh Rambling Ronnie, I'm sure you'll have you'll have more takes to make with all these all these mistakes they're making. As long as everyone understands that it's just out of love and trying to build it to be the best that it can be. It's from a place of love and care. Right. That being said, let's talk about Attack on Titan. Jet, what did you think about this entire part? This hour long special? What were your initial thoughts? I think I think it was phenomenal. I think it was really, really well done. Um, I thought... Um, I honestly didn't think they were going to animate as much as they did. I thought they were going to cut it off before, you know, they got to uh, Dr. GG. Um, but they... No, they went that far, which kind of leaves me to wonder how they're going to pace out this next part. I won't get that, too much into that, but... Yeah, because you've read, you can say that you've read the manga. You're more official than us. I have, I have, I've read the manga. I have been watching the show since September of 2013. Oh wow, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, I watched it right after my birthday. It was on a, it was on my recommended, and I had just turned. Oh god, how old was I? 2013. I just turned 12, um, and that was the. First thing I watched at that ripe age of 12 was Aaron's mom getting, you know, ripped in half, um, which is very fitting. You know, I feel like 12 is the age of, uh, you know, adulthood and responsibility. So that made a lot of sense. Um, But no, I think I think they did a great job. I've always said the idea of possible genocide should be introduced to children at around age 12. So I'm glad that you, you abided by that. Exactly. And it was it was really funny because I, you know, I started watching the show. I The first thing I watched was the show, um, the first season. And then I was left with a lot of questions because season two did not come out for I think it was five years after that. Um, and I didn't read the manga until I finished season two. So after I finished season two, I picked up the manga and I've been on pace with it um, until I believe it was the middle of last year when it ended. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite a ride thus far. Dude, I I absolutely do not blame you because I started this show in, I want to say, 2019. And if I had to wait from 2013, an entire decade, to see this ending, I do not think I would have done it. I would have probably caved. Yeah. Read the manga. Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. I was, I was honestly, I was planning to just keep watching the show. And then after season two aired, they didn't really say when season three was going to come out um in classic anime fashion there was no tells there was no it's in production and i was just like okay i need to read the manga i can't i can't keep waiting and it went i think at that point in time the manga went all the way up to i think it was the beginning of season four is where the manga went up to so right uh you know when you get introduced to uh all the marlanes and what they're doing so it's quite a ride 
Right. Um, so speaking of the manga, though, the first 10 minutes of this latest episode where Aaron is apologizing, we have Ramsey getting just absolutely smushed. Was that as horrifying in the manga as it was in the anime? So in the manga, it was actually a little bit more horrifying. Um, to be honest, really? I thought they were going to censor it. I, yeah, I thought they were going to censor it a lot. Um, and I was prepared for it because in the manga, uh, the scene where uh, Ramsey and uh, Halil are getting crushed, it's way more gruesome in the manga. Um, it's very detailed and you kind of see everything. And they censored it very, very mildly. Um, you know, with the I mean, I can just tell you because we've passed that part. With the with the with the rock on his head when he's laying on the ground, he looks over. In the manga, there is no rock, and his skull is kind of just blown open, and his brains are exposed. Oh. It's really brutal. Um, so I they <laughs> they didn't censor it that much. And the scene where he's getting crushed, like the actual close up of his face, that was ideally on par with the manga. They didn't censor anything there. Wow. So they had the. I want to say he's probably like seven years old. They had his skull just completely cut open in the manga. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was a gruesome sight. I, that panel stuck with me after I read it. Did the family of three walking through town with nine loaves of bread, was that consistent with the manga? There oh, we go. Sh- the important questions. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go back and look, but speaking from uh, experience, I want to say it was three loaves of bread. I think the nine was excessive. You didn't see the rolls that they had lower in the basket. No, no, I can't say I did. You could just tell by the way the loaves are spaced out. There was definitely more, uh, definitely more bread in that basket. Oh yeah, no one needs that much bread. Nobody. <laughs> I just thought they did so good with the score too. I don't know if you pay that much attention. I mean, obviously, Attack on Titans just got a legendary soundtrack, but it just sounded so damn horrifying. The- yeah, that's what I've. I actually just got one of my roommates um, to start watching it. Um, he's on uh, last night. I, I want to say we got to episode forty, and we've been watching it for like a month now. So this is my like fifteenth rewatch of the show. But he's uh, he's getting to, and it's it's just funny watching him ask all these uh, all these questions. But he's a uh, he's a musician. He makes music, so we are always talking about the score in different scenes. Um, and how it sounds, and that was the uh, w- one of my other roommates is up to date on it as well. He's read the manga, and we were talking about how haunting that opening sequence was of just the rumbling and just how unsettling they made it look and sound. It was really phenomenal. Oh, dude, it uh, it hit right in the feels. And then obviously Aaron's freedom scene when you have the the piano, and I want to say it's maybe a cello that's playing. That <laughs> yeah, just oh my god, <laughs> was I right on that, Ronnie? I think I think you were correct. That was indeed the cello, from what I could tell. Okay. <laughs> the freedom scene, people were kind of griping about because um, in the show it kind of just shows him above the clouds, but in the manga, those clouds below him are supposed to be the steam from the uh, from the rumbling. Mm. And people were saying, "Oh, you, hmm. they made it just look like clouds," but I really don't think it took that much away from the scene. I think you know they captured the core detail they were going for there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen that picture before. Yeah, I was just saying the whole way it was funny because going into it, I was like, all right, yeah, Aaron's toast. There's no bringing him back. And in those first five minutes when he's just crying and pouring his uh, soul out to this kid who doesn't even speak the same language, he there was a second <laughs> there where I was like, yeah, Aaron. But um, I held myself back. We, st- we still got to get him. We got to get him. Got to bring him home. Mikasa's got to bring him home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we we got to take him out of there and just take him right back home to that tree. Tell him everything's okay. Yep. We forgive you. And dude, it sucks though. It really. That's what's so depressing to me is that I still like Aaron. I'm I'm that guy. I don't even care. I hate <laughs> like how no, I don't hate it. It's really good. His character is amazing. But it just sucks how depressed he is doing this, knowing that he's that depressed and he's still going through with it. It was also great to open, like, from the very first moment in the first episode or the first, you know, page of the manga, you know at some point you're coming back to that moment. So when you finally hit it and it was with all this anticipation and as soon as I realized that, oh my God, he's sitting under the tree having whatever kind of 
future memories he's having. That was just like the perfect way to set the tone for all of it. Yeah, it was um it was funny cuz I just rewatched episode 1 probably a couple weeks ago and I was showing uh my one roommate who's caught up with the show and the manga how funny it is watching the way Mappa animated it compared to Wit. Um it's like the it's the exact same scene but the styles are just so starkly different. It just has like a whole different feel to it. Mm. Right, that being said, are you uh, are you like Team Wit, Team Mappa, or do you still do you just you like both of them? You don't really have a preference. I like I like both of them. I like that Mappa can crank out something that is so true to the anime and so, or the manga in such a short amount of time. Because um, Wit took five years for season two, which was just absurd. Um, I want to say Wit had a way better feel over the ODM animations. Those are completely unmatched. But I want to say Mappa is a lot true to the style of the manga and the way it's drawn in the manga. Okay. Ronnie, we need to go back and read the manga after we finally finish the show. I'm down. It's quite the undertaking. Jed is too... He's too well-spoken and like knows too much of this stuff. I don't understand how he ever stumbled upon our podcast and didn't immediately turn it off. <laughs> No, I was actually, I was driving, where it was a really long drive, I think I was driving from uh, from our warehouse at the time down to my house, and it was like a, th- it was like a three hour drive, three and a half hour drive, because there was so much traffic in LA, and all my friend, like a couple of my friends listen to podcasts as they drive, and I normally only listen to music, and I was like, you know what? One thing, one one podcast I feel like I could listen to is something that really tears down, you know, Attack on Titan and, and, you know, rips it apart and analyzes it. And Podcast Chronicles was the first thing that popped up. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a listen. And then I was like, hey, these guys are pretty funny. A story that'll warm the heart. I love that. We really just analyze and just get every single detail and aspect of this show. I was asking, what exactly did you type in for us to be the first thing that popped up? Because I, uh, I need to write that down for what our <laughs> keywords are. I believe it... I- I believe it was Attack on Titan podcast. That's it. That's number one right there, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I think that was it. I liked your question too, Chad. What did you say? I was saying I noticed you referred to Dr. Gigi. Aaron is Dr. Gigi. Do you, so you kind of get all the nicknames and stuff? You still keep up to Oh, I've got them. Uh, oh, yeah. I got them all locked in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is funny because I like... Uh, like, I don't know what else you would call that thing. It doesn't feel right to call it Aaron, and they don't give it a name, so it's just so perfect that uh, you just called it Dr. Genocidal Galapagos because I feel like we needed something to call it, and it just flows perfectly. It fits. It's perfect. What was the what was the one that was the, the new one? Something Chadron? Chadron something? The just completely heinous one. Yeah, that one I'm thinking is not going <laughs> to catch on as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one that one doesn't flow like Dr. Genocidal Galapagos. The thing about Dr. Genocidal Galapagos is that it flows and it makes complete sense. Everyone when you say that, you don't even have to like mention what you're talking about. They know exactly what you're talking about. Cadaverous oh, yeah. child chadron doesn't really flow that well. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's not gonna stick. I'd, I'd retire that one right now. Yeah. You know, we'll retire at this moment. Doing 200 podcasts with Chad, you kind of, the amount of names that he's made for things on the spot over those 200 episodes are numerous, and he hits on about 50% of them, so you just got to have him keep volume shooting, and he's going to hit every, like, one and two, one and three that just sticks. (laughs) As long as the volume is there, it'll work out. Yeah. Um, So I guess we can talk about, I guess we'll go through all of our top five characters but the top five characters up till this point so Ronnie, i'm doing the top five it? characters yeah since i mean jet hasn't been around we've done plenty of top five characters so jet can do i would like to hear his top five characters up to this point i have a top five from just the hour the chapter one and chapter two okay, yeah yeah that's what i meant that's what i have as well oh, okay yeah so, i can yeah, start jet, what are your top five Ooh, this is going to... Or, Ronnie, do you want to start? So, which one are you doing, Jed? Are you going to do all time, or are you going to do chapter one and two? I, I, I think it's... I think... 
I think we should do chapter one and two since that's the you know general wrap up we're doing here. Okay, I love okay. it. Uh, I'll start us off. Number five, I have as Levi. Was so happy to see him come back after being MIA for so much of the last part. He had some great moments with Hanji, and he is he's gonna get Zeke if it's the last thing he does. Okay, okay. I'll go number five for me is Falco. The boy can possibly fly from Zeke's memories, and I want to see him do it. I want him in the action. I miss Falco. That's a good one. That's solid. I would I would have to put uh I'm honestly gonna put Gabby at five because she hasn't really done much. Um she's kinda just been there. No uh no phase Gabby so far yeah. in uh in one and two. So it's actually quite ridiculous how many insane shots she's had this entire show. Yeah, she really needs to apply for phase in the next uh yeah, the next phase one hundred. We got to get a boomstick in our hands, and that's when things will start. That's how it's going to start. We're going to be in the next part, and Doctor Genocidal Galapagos is just going to get like sniped in the dome, and it's not going to do anything. It's just going to make him mad and turn a little bit, and you're just going to see her riding Falco's Titan. <laughs> <laughs> My number four, like I said. For a moment there, he had me crawling back towards him, but uh, he's still so tortured, and I love the story. One of the greatest characters ever. I went with Aaron. Number four, wow. So you don't hate him as much as I thought you did. We had a guy on Twitter just absolutely call you out, Ronnie. I, I think I have to mention that. That was for you being um, an, an absolute hater of Aaron. For Aaron or Flock? I thought I got a, I got hate for uh I think it Flock. was Aaron and Flock. Well, they do. They are basically the same person, right? And by that, of course, they're not. But that's Jamal. Me and Jamal. That's our relationship. We we go back and forth at each other. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number four for me. I gotta roll with Flock. I don't even care. The the dude <laughs> swam across the Pacific <laughs> to get to this damn hangar. And boy, he did boy, not did he swim across stop the Pacific. He held on. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he attached himself with the ODM gear and was dragged through the Pacific. Yeah. I wish they had a little scene of that. I mean, that's actually hilarious that he did that. But, uh, but no, I, the thing that pisses me off is oh, he did it to best girl Hanji. He's the reason she died, so I can't like him that much. Yeah. I'd have to... Uh... Four was tough, um, but I put Aaron at four as well, just because, I mean, obviously he's got a huge part in chapters one and two here, but we don't really hear from him much, um, but obviously his influence here is kind of controlling everything, and uh, he's the whole reason, you know, why they're riding into the sunset to try and stop him, so, but his uh, his his little monologue in the beginning, though, with, um, I don't know which one of the brothers it was, and his whole... Uh, scene in the beginning where he saves him from getting the shit kicked out of him by three dudes and then cries to him in a different language that was pretty that was pretty touching yeah i think the uh the line that really got me thinking because i rewatched this again was um his line where he says when i found out humanity was outside the walls i was disappointed that one just felt extra dark right there yeah, that's a fam- that's that's one of like the famous panels that um from the manga that people posted everywhere. That was like a uh, the line out of the whole monologue. Yeah, that's just very eerie. Number 3. I went with the new man in charge. Armin Arlert, baby. He's he's grabbing the, a hold of his woman. Um he's making the decisions he needs to. He still can't give Aaron up either. He's like Chad. He still wants to talk it out, uh, even though he's talked it out, I think, 17 (laughs) times now. But he just can't refuse to give up the hope. And I'll ride with him till the end. That's literally (laughs) a superpower is talking it out. (laughs) Yeah, my number three, I got to go with my boy Keith Sadies. That one second of screen (laughs) time we got. Yes. That bald tan head. Let's freaking go. Keep in watch in heaven. Keep in watch. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just I'm going to go with Armin too. Even though Keith's, Keith's appearance was very nice, but it wasn't long enough. I'm going to go with Armin. 
I do think he is him and Mikasa are the only ones that could possibly talk Aaron out of this. I know it's not possible, but they're the only hope. Pretty fair, pretty fair. Um my number three was Levi. Um his his drive, his determination to kill that monkey, as he calls him, is uh it's it's just it's right there. It's it's in your face and he's gonna do it if it's the last thing he does with his with his one finger on his right hand, he's gonna he's gonna kill Zeke. He's gonna do it. Love nice. it. Did um how big of a deal was Keith in the manga? Was he also a top three character in the mangas like he is in the show for everyone universally worldwide. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think, uh, hate to spoil the end here, but he comes down from, uh, from scout heaven and, uh, you know, makes everyone go home happy holding hands. So I knew it. Is it a spoiler? If in the heart of hearts, I, I already knew that, you know, what else was he going to do? That's what he had to do. <laughs> He's got to finish the job. Dude, what is the consensus of Keith? Jet, have you talked to other people about Keith? Like, does everybody love him as much as we do? <laughs> no, I think I think you guys are are really really on Keith here. I mean, I like him as a character a lot. He's a fantastic character, but I think he was kind of just one of those be careful passive characters more or less. <laughs> uh, some people would say he's a passive character. I I believe otherwise. Um, a lot more people actually focus on mcgath which is funny um because he's literally just a carbon copy of keith sadies he's keith sadies from the east so <laughs> but he was just more recent my number two r.i.p hanji lover uh turned out it wasn't just the glasses all along and way to put it all on the line it was her time she'd been just so in her feels and to be able to go out in an epic way like she wanted, I didn't want it to happen, but it couldn't have worked out better. She can finally rest. It was literally the She's best send off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the best send off she could have gotten. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Aaron. The boy is just. He's awesome. Don't know what else to say. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you see what I'm dealing with, Jet? Well, what is this guy? <laughs> Be careful. I, Be careful. What I'm dealing with. Yeah, Ronnie accuses me of being on the, the Team Flock, Team Aaron side. I'm not. I, I do like him as a character, but I'm not. I still want. I'm cheering for the Alliance. For sure. Are you I don't sure? want are Aaron you? to kill everybody. Are you, are you sure about that? Yeah. He's already done enough damage. I'll, I'll make do with what he's done. Let's see, I number guess. four, the guy who at every turn's tried to stop the alliance. Your number two, the guy who's currently stomping over the world and then you said <laughs> was, quote, awesome. <laughs> Listen, there's pe- there's people listening that if we don't include these people, they're going to be angry. So I'm just looking out for them. That's what it is. Fair enough. But uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put that one in the noggin. I'm gonna have to think on that one for a bit. Currently changing your contact in my phone to Chad Chart parentheses Jaegerist. Oh, good it. call. Yeah. Uh, my number two is going to be Armin. He's actually had quite a key role in chapters one and two. A lot of a lot of talking lines. A lot of a lot of figuring stuff out with that brain of his. And he's now the. Um, what number commander? Is it 15th? 15th commander of the scout regiment? I think you're right, um, yeah. Yeah, he's now the 15th commander of the scout regiment. Levi's now his bitch. Um, he's going to make him do whatever he wants, even though he's missing half of his limbs and functionality. And, you know, as even as uh, the entirety of the world, you know, 7 billion plus people are getting... Stomp to death, he's using his Riz Titan to uh, oh. get Annie on board here. <laughs> now that is a respectable is number that, okay. two for someone who's cheering for the Alliance. Take notes, Chad. Take notes. I am cheering for the Alliance, but I'm also halfway cheering. It's like when two teams go to the Super Bowl and you don't like either one of them, but you're kind of cheering for but You just want a good match. That's how I feel about this. <laughs> Just digging out. I'm sure further, the, huh? the seven billion people. I'm sure the seven billion stomp people would agree with you there. They want to see a good match. 
No, I feel like that first ten minutes, it uh, for people that were Jaegerists, you watch the first ten minutes of this hour, and there's no way that you can just full on have a boner for the Jaegerist after that. Agreed. Chaz, the kind of guy, after all this is done, he's gonna uh, go back home to to Parody Island. And he's going to walk up to Historia, who's still rocking on her rocking chair, not given birth yet. She's 17 months pregnant. And he's going to be like, she's going to be like, how'd it go? He's going to be like, well, it, it was a good game. <laughs> <laughs> you going to pop that thing out yet? We're going on month 64 here. <laughs> Both sides made some plays, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, they all left it on the field. It's got to be octoplets at this point. Yep. My uh, my number one, I believe, is the only or the most team alliance that it could be. You guys have any ideas? The most Ooh. team alliance. Uh, Got to be Reiner, Without this right? Number one. None of this happens. Yeah, I was gonna say. That was close. It was. Uh, it's the mechanics, Ralph Macchio, and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> They are putting in the work. This would be impossible without them. The I welders. Mean, you guys tell me. You know, what is it? If we don't weld that fuel tank that uh, Chad's favorite character, Flock, shot out, we're not even game over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah, damn nobody, you, Carl. nobody can weld. Nobody can weld that fast. So yeah, you got to give it to him there. Never seen anyone weld a four foot tin plate to the side of a fuselage in uh, you know six minutes. And still managed to get half the uh, tank fuel full. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's like a hundred bucks an hour right there. They should be making. Is that really your number one, Ronnie? That's really my number one, dude. I've got no backup okay, I for number one. It. It's the mechanics, Ralph Macchio and Carl. <laughs> I respect it as well. It's a great call. Uh, I got to go with Hanji. You knew this was coming. <laughs> She's the best. She's what is she? Let me think. Let me think. Fourteenth commander. Um, I mean, what a run of commanders! Thirteen Keith, fourteen Irwin, fifteen Hanji, and sixteen Armin. I mean, what the military we got that, going on here? What were you gonna say? Armin's the fifteen, right? Um, right. I'm actually looking it up. Yeah, he's the fifteenth. Okay, the 15th, so so that would make so Keith was twelve. Keith the twelfth. What a run. That is, a gr- I mean, they gave the biggest fan service to the way she went out too. I mean, the animation, my God. All right, yeah, Jet. Um, even though you knew what was coming and you've read the manga, did you or did you not cry like Chad and I? I cried like both you and Chad. So her her send off. I was actually very pleasantly surprised with her send off in the anime because in the manga. She kills, like, two of them, maybe three, and then just burns to a crisp in the air. Um, in the anime, obviously, she takes down at least, like, 30 of those fuckers. She she drops, like, 30 of them, um, you know, makes them trip all over each other, eat shit, you know, step through each other's guts, slices a bunch of them. She, I want to say she took down at least 30 in that, in that sequence. Um, but in the manga, she kills a couple and dies, and a lot of people felt like it was very underwhelming. So I liked how well they did it in the anime, and that uh, the score there was incredible, and her whole send-off was just awesome. It was incredible, and that's why she is also my number one for my top five for this part. Um, Hell yeah. And one thing one thing that people uh, noticed is the first thing she says, I mean, I, this goes for both the show and the manga, the first thing she says, her first line in the whole show is, I was watching you, and then um, as they take off in the plane and they fly away, Levi says, keep watching us. Ooh, dang! What a little nugget there. I love that. That's got Chad crying again. Do you hear him? <laughs> I hear yeah. him. I hear him. I'm not sure if that's a if that's bawling or yawning, but I'll take the. Uh, the I never former. yawn. I don't know if you've heard this podcast. Well, well, with that never man, it could be either. That. It really could be either. <laughs> what kind of what kind of drink do you have in front of you right now, Chad? Is it goat's milk? <laughs> I wish. I unfortunately just have water tonight. Um, uh, I did drink some goat milk kefir before coming over, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Is that big in Cali, Jet? Um, you know, there's some there's some weird shit people do out here. Um, 
I can't say I've ever seen any sane human drink goat's milk. And I've seen a lot of weird stuff out here. In fact, this whole raw milk thing, I can't say I've seen that out here either. So there's a special place for you, Chad. There definitely we, is. We it's do not it in raw. California. Everything raw out here. You think I've ever oh, worn a condom? Right. No. <laughs> I do not <sighs> let him speak for the entire eastern part of the United States, by the way. There's a very few amount of people that are making goat's milk kefir. I'm half convinced you're lying about the uh, the goat's milk being sold out or the, the raw milk being sold out when you get there. In fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's an abundance. <laughs> I wish I was lying about that. That was the most insane thing ever. It was literally the toilet paper situation tr- circa 2020. That's what it felt like. Uh, it's com- the revolution's coming, okay? And if you don't know what they're talking about, subscribe to the Patreon. Oh, he did it for us. What a guy. <laughs> Love that. You gotta plug it. You gotta plug it. Always plug. Yes, Jet. Yes, sir. I wanted to ask you too, obviously no spoilers whatsoever, but mm-hmm. the ending of the manga, we've seen that people have complained about it. It's been very divisive. Did you like it? So that's a I, I do wanna I, I think I liked it a lot. Um I don't think there was another way it could have been ended and still be, you know, true to the writing and true to the plot. Um, it's funny, my roommate who read the manga at the same time as me, we like sat in the same room and read the last chapter. Um, we both agreed it was it was the best way they could have gone about it. And the little exposition chapter they have after it is also like it adds a lot of nice little um, closure to it. Um, it's also kind of it's like kind of sad the way it is like uh the way the future ends up because it's like the cycle of hatred just never ends you know that's kind of like the whole plot of the show um right but it's uh yeah no i don't think there was a way they could have ended it other than the way they did without it being um you know incomplete or not true to the way it was written i think they did a great job I like that answer because I feel like the number one thing that I've seen people like in our Discord or other places talk about it is they always just describe it as bittersweet and I'm always just kind of yeah. thinking, well, yeah, that makes the most sense. Like I I don't see how it could be any other way. Um, and I think that's like what you're saying is to be true to what it was, it was the only way that it could end. I feel like that's the same path that we've been on in the anime. Yeah, it's like it's it's yeah there was no way they could have done a lot of people wanted to see there's one adding people wanted to see that was just so far-fetched and would have been just really really stupid um but the way it was ended was the best way possible to do it and it was i think in my opinion it was phenomenal it was really really good and so is that is that uh why most people don't like it they expected a different outcome yeah they wanted yeah they they wanted uh a far-fetched outcome Something pretty unrealistic. See, that's why I try not to to come up with my own outcome because I don't want to. I don't want to be disappointed if I don't get it. Yeah, just live. Just live in the moment. Live every episode. Right. And the way it's going, I mean, I haven't been disappointed at all with anything in the show, so I, I can't imagine that I'm gonna absolutely hate the ending. I feel like I'll I'll like it. Yeah, I think you guys will enjoy it. It's it's fantastic. So the ending will. I don't know if you can talk about this or not, but I'll ask it anyways. Will it most likely be... Oh, that's hardcore journalism. (laughs) Will it Um, most likely be a special like this or episodic? Yeah, from what I understand, so so this one is a special, and it it came out as a one-hour thing, and technically it is two episodes. One is just an extra, you know, 10, 15 minutes or whatever, chapter two. Or no, maybe chapter one was the long one. Um, they're technically episodic because, you know, it's two separate things in one. Um, because I think when they find, like, do a final publishing on streaming platforms, they will come out as separate episodes. I think the last one is going to be the same. I think it's going to come out as a one hour thing. And then when it's, like, finally published as, like, you know, the, as an archive on Crunchyroll or whatever, it'll come out as two or three separate episodes. Okay. Won't mind that. Speaking of bittersweet, I do feel like. I feel like that's how they aired it too. Like I've been kind of going back and forth for the last week trying to decide on if I liked the way they did this. 
like part of me almost wishes that they had just waited till all of it was ready because like like Jet said, he's been waiting for t- since 2013 uh, for some of this stuff. So I, I didn't want it to feel too yeah. drawn out. <laughs> if he also said like you know maybe we, maybe we don't have to wait till fall, maybe it is fall. That's also not that's not too too bad. Yeah. I think yeah, I think it'll be everyone's going to be really excited when it comes out. I I don't think it will, but I hope it gets a, a little movie theater run. Um, you know, like some other animes have done. That was like the big debate um a year ago was whether the final part of Attack on Titan will get a movie theater run and will be a movie. I know everyone was really uh itching for that and from what i understand the new demon slayer movie is kind of that it's a couple episodes grouped into a long special um to be presented as a movie so in my heart of hearts it gets a attack on titans final special gets a a movie theater run for a couple weeks but um might be unlikely have you watched the new demon slayer i haven't i was supposed to go a couple nights ago but i uh what was i doing I, i was doing somewhere i wasn't able to go um and now I'm probably leaving to Canada the day after tomorrow, so I don't think I'm going to have a chance to watch it before I leave, so I'm going to have to wait till I get back. Oh, wow, a little road trip. I uh, yeah. I found out, too, that the movie, like the first hour, is a recap of the latter episodes of this season, so I'm yeah. glad I didn't just blindly go into that with Ronnie because I feel like you'd have been very angry at me. <laughs> that i'm glad that i know that now but also it would have been hilarious just i wouldn't have laughed in the moment but my reaction looking back on it later on and me looking at you 30 minutes in just like tapping you on the shoulder we're both sharing the blanket and you just look at me (laughs) me just being like what are we doing we've just we just spent the last two months talking about this in everlasting detail, and now we're just sitting in a theater watching it. <laughs> Mar- Shout out to Marco Stan. She actually DM'd me and let me know about that. I would have had no idea. That's another uh, uh, anime thing where they just don't. I don't. That might have been public. I might have just not looked that up, but I had no idea. Um. Also, Jet Attack on Titan. What? In the manga, you said after season two, right? You started reading? Yes. What made you shit your pants the most out of all the plot twists? Ooh, um, definitely, and I think this is kind of universal for everyone, um, the paths, um, you know, memories of the future when Zeke and Aaron go venturing into the past, and Aaron, it's kind of revealed that Aaron's been controlling everything since the beginning it's specifically the manga panels where aaron is leaning into grisha's ear and saying you started the story like uh you need to finish it i think that one struck everyone pretty pretty heartily that one was pretty crazy yeah i mean episode wise in anime that's still gotta be the one that hit me the hardest just knocked my my dick off nuts ronnie is that you too or is it still the the flying head. <laughs> no, I mean, the flying head was... That was just hard to, like, make sense of it all. Like, you knew that that couldn't be what was going on, but that's just, like, sensory overload. Not that the uh, future memories and the paths aren't, but as, like, a whole episode, that whole thing was just, like, a a brainwashing of awesomeness, to put it in uh, professional terms. <laughs> Jet, did you read it like month to month? Is that how it, how it is? It comes out monthly or? Yeah, it was month to month. There were some hiatuses of like a month or two, um, but basically the entire time it was month to month. So that's how that ended was how did the like the flying head? Is that how the, the manga did it or did it end with like yep. in the paths? Yep. The manga, if I remember correctly, um, I'm actually going to look it up. I gotta look that up. I don't remember. I think it might have just jumped straight into the into the paths. I'm not gonna be able to find this. Um, so you still think that that was fast. crazier than? Um, obviously, we haven't seen it yet, but that was crazier than when the armored and cart titan single handedly took down Doctor Gigi huh, in the next <laughs> special. 
Yeah, it was actually not the Armored Titan at all. Um, Reiner actually kind of keels over. Okay, so that chapter actually, <laughs> it does end with his head being blown <laughs> off. Sorry, I just found it. Um, yeah, no, that, uh, what's coming up is Reiner actually just gets really depressed in the next one, and he kind of keels over and just goes into fetal position on Aaron's <laughs> Titan, and the cart Titan single-handedly takes down uh, Aaron and the rumbling. It's God. really impressive. That's what I. That's what all the people from Liberia right. who were up on the plateau they seem to think was going to happen. They are pretty confident at this point. So predictable. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Just can't wait for you guys to see it. <laughs> I can't wait to see it all just come to <laughs> come to fruition. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, seeing the head flying, reading that, and then being like, "All right, you got to wait one month to see what happens after." It's funny because in the, you know, when you're reading the manga, there's no, hey, this is this is going to be the last run of chapters or this is going to be the last couple chapters. You just don't know until, uh, you know, normally at the end of the or second to last chapter, they'll they'll say it like in a in a footnote. Um, you know, this is the second to last chapter um, and they'll kind of give you a build up like 10 chapters before it'll be like, hey, the manga is going to start coming to a close. I've been working on this for et cetera, et cetera, however long. Um, and then the last chapter will have a footnote that normally says thank you for reading on this journey. But um, Attack on Titan has had none of that thus far. And so I remember everyone kind of being in a panic when that chapter came out, when his head was just blown clean off. And they were like, is that it? Is that the end? And then you had to wait a whole other month for the next one. Is that the end? That would have been so epic <laughs> if he ended it like that. He just <laughs> never writes nuts. another one. I mean, he could have. He could have just done that. Four months later, someone's interviewing him. They're like, when's the next chapter coming out? He's like, what are you talking about? I've finished that months ago. I haven't even thought about it since. I saw some random uh, interview with Isayama on YouTube um, a few weeks ago. It was like him with uh, Mighty Mouse, an MMA guy. It's actually really mm-hmm. cool. His, like, his love for MMA. That's like season two when Aaron and Reiner fight all the grappling moves and stuff they have. Apparently, Isayama's like a big MMA guy. Really? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what I typed in. I'm sure if you just type in Isayama interview, it'll pull up, but it was a pretty cool interview. <laughs> Chad, sometimes he just goes on YouTube and he just types in certain mix mashes of words and sees what comes up. So he'll just be like, Isayama MMA. I do. <laughs> Isayama MMA. That's a, that's a combo I was not expecting. <laughs> uh, you got anything for us, Jet? Um, I actually didn't. I actually didn't write anything down. I absolutely should have. Not that I can think of necessarily. No. Um, other than how do you guys, how do you guys see it ending? And I'll say absolutely nothing. No response. No emotion. No yelping okay. or outbursts. I just want to hear how you guys think. Uh, think this might come to a close. <laughs> well, I think. I think Ronnie will agree with me on this. Seeing the the last parts ending as well, the uh, the the ED, the way that it treats Aaron and everything that's leading up at this point, I think Aaron dies. No matter what, I think he dies. I don't know how it's going to happen or if it if he completes his mission and then offs himself, he's got to die. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, I think to th- and some of these might be easy here, but um, when I think about it. Aaron's got to be dead. Armin's got to colossal out at least one more time. There's no way we just see that happen once. And something's got to get mm-hmm. so bad to the point where he's like, all right, it's the absolute last thing I want to do in the world, but I have to do it. Um, I think that there's still some more Ymir stuff to be done. The fact that she's still just hanging around all creepily and without eyes uh, sketches me out. Um, I think that... Agreed. I'm very intrigued by what all this is with Gabby and Falco um, because they're almost making it seem like they're going to help from afar unless Falco can just uh, out of nowhere start flying towards the battle. Um, That was one of the coolest parts to me is just like uh, of the last special is kind of the stuff revealed about the female Titan. We kind of talked about that in the podcast about we didn't, we couldn't figure out exactly how much of all that they've talked about and how much was just kind of on the screen that maybe we hadn't uh, done our due diligence on thinking about. But gotcha. 
Dude, that could also be one of those things where where Isayama just kind of bolt he just kind of put that in there, bullshitted it, and it just works out. No, yeah. we totally should have been all over it, but when they started talking about it, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many cuz it, it's absolutely insane the since he's been writing it for what, 10 years, how he brings back stuff and it it just works out perfectly. Uh, a lot of the times, I wonder how much of it was legitimately planned and how much it just happened to work out. I like to think that every single aspect and Easter egg was meticulously planned and thought out from the very beginning. Um, as unlikely as that is, I like to believe that in my heart. Right. Yeah, he's but literally the SpongeBob uh, meme. Yeah, here's a tidbit you guys might like. He's been writing it since... 2010 so this year will be the close of the show which is exactly 13 years of attack on titan which is the lifespan of a titan shifter Mm. that bastard planned this he totally planned it he made him draw it out (laughs) he yeah he told wit he's like you guys don't do anything for a few years because we got to be on schedule here so you guys are working too damn hard you need to go home take a break Okay, he changed the that, locks to of the office. We saw we had some people send in the manga uh, panels of Grisha giving the key to Aaron or showing the key to Aaron, where he's actually staring at future Aaron. So, like that yeah. first chapter is legitimately like that, right? Oh yeah, the first chapter <laughs> is you can. After I went back and reread the first chapter, you can tell that the whole thing is like. The, the first couple chapters, actually, and, like, some of those exposition chapters in between where, you know, there's, like, a, like some of the parts that they revisit, you can see he's not looking at the subject and he's looking somewhere else. There's also a couple chapters, and I, th- I think, I don't remember if it was ever, like, confirmed, but uh, when Eren first transforms into the Attack Titan and he's uh, standing between Mikasa and that other Titan there shows two little figures in the back and one of them is wearing a a hood and the other one kind of has some like long facial hair and it looks like it could be Zeke and Aaron revisiting. And that's in chapter like, I think um, I want to say like 20 or something or like 15 Um, and people would post that around. And then in episode two, when they're standing uh, or when Mikasa punches Aaron in the face um, after he's complaining about the bread or whatever, um, when Armin gets them that bread from the food line right after they flee Shiganshina, you can see a guy in the back, and it's definitely Aaron. He's got a hood over his head, like the full like cardigan cloak he wears, uh, leaning against the wall behind them. That's so stupid. Ronnie, we need to write a manga. We need to come up with something Dude, like this. Yeah, I think we could come up with something that clever. Just oh, No, we would be trying so hard that... All it would be is they would be so obvious. We, we would just put like 17 yeah. things that happened five seasons later or 500 chapters later in the first one that people would just be like, oh, so this is how it ends. And then they just stop reading. My goal in life is just to have Isayama say Dr. Genocidal Galapagos one time. <laughs> just one time. <laughs> I'll give him a call for you. I'll shoot you his phone number. Yeah, give him a Yeah, ring. give him a call. Tell him. We're willing to interview him. I'm sure he'd love I, uh, to come on. <laughs> I was uh, I was on the phone with him an hour ago. He just wanted to let you guys know that uh, that dog that was stealing the sausages did indeed get on the ship, and he is safe and sound. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. The important questions. It. And if uh, if getting Isayama is actually too tall of a task, and your grandpa is Mister <laughs> Crunchyroll, maybe just some like promotional footage of just Crunchyroll calling it Doctor Genocidal Galapagos, that would also be acceptable. Gotcha. I'll pull some strings. No promotion. Just tell him to say it. Maybe a figurine that gets back ordered by like t- ten months that uh, says Doctor Gigi somewhere. That would also be. These are just some ideas. You pick which one you like the most. Yeah. Gotcha. I'll pull some strings. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, Jed, I was trying to get Ronnie a plushie of, and oh my God, why am I drawing a blank right now? Chainsaw Man. Um, Pachita? Pachita. God, <sighs> I cannot believe I just missed that. I was trying to get him a plushie of that, but it said it wasn't going to come in until November of 23. 
<laughs> yeah, my buddy ordered the like one of one scale Pachita. You know, the one that's like true to size, um, with like moving legs and all that. He ordered that in October, and I believe that also won't be here until September of this year. <laughs> awesome. I'm starting to think that Crunchyroll is comprised of like four people who are trying to uh post animes, write subtitles, and make uh like all the different figurines all at one time. They just work like 18 hours a day and are just slowly <laughs> churning this stuff out. That profit to revenue, it's got to be crazy. Oh, it's got to be insane. They're doing very well. Yeah. Yeah. Just take down the workforce, turn that number up. <laughs> Any other animes you're looking forward to this year, Jet? Um, this year, I'm definitely looking forward, obviously, to the final uh, season four, part three, the finale part two chapter three and four um, of the final of attack edition. on titan of the final edition uh of the 13th year uh looking forward to that um i know i want to believe that chainsaw man will come at the end of this year as far-fetched as that is incredibly unlikely but i would i would love for that to happen um just because i know it was so popular and i know that when a show like that is so popular it gets put on a priority list for their animating so I can I can see a slim chance of that coming winter of this year or uh, winter of next year, so like January or something. I know Licorice Recoil, you guys should give that a watch. It's a great show. Um, it won, I think it was like Best Short Anime of the Year or something at the Crunchyroll Awards. It, it won an award there, um, and they just got renewed for a season two, and I'm pretty excited for that. I just don't think that's going to come out for a year and change. Say that one more time. What is it? Licorice Recoil. Okay. It's pretty good. It's about uh it's about these these high school girls who are agents for the government and they keep the peace basically. They dirty their hands so that uh everything remains peaceful and things look peaceful um to the outside mm. eye. And oh, what else is Ronnie, that'll be perfect for you high school girls. Oh god. Be careful. Be um, careful. <laughs> I'm excited for for Demon Slayer, uh, the Swordsman Village arc, um, which is going to be phenomenal. And I'm excited. Have you for read the manga? The the fight. Yeah, I've finished the Demon Slayer manga. Okay, that's that's definitely Attack on Titan is my favorite anime manga of all time, um, without a doubt. Demon Slayer is a is is definitely in the top five. It's it's the manga is really really well done. It's just a great shonen. Well, I respect you for actually reading the manga. We work with a young lad who, he doesn't read the manga. He just searches for what happens in the story, and that's how he finds out. Uh, So he knows the ending to Attack on Titan. He also knows the remaining story arc of Demon Slayer, but he's never actually read the manga. So I want to punch him. Um, We do, too. Oh, Trust, trust me, if you saw his face, that, you'd definitely is, want to punch him. <laughs> that's the worst way to consume media it's, I've ever heard it's in so my life. so bad. Makes me so angry every time. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I wonder what else is on the, I'm actually going to look up the list of what's coming out this year. 2023. Obviously, we got Demon Slayer coming up, but what is, uh, what is the most ripe for some Ronnie and Chad coverage? <sighs> Apparently, the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen is supposed to come out in July. So I'm assuming you guys will cover that. And the second season is going to absolutely shit on the first season. Um, I've read the manga oh, I like to hear that. as well. It is absolutely phenomenal. Things are about to get fucking crazy. What else is coming out this year? What else? I'm scrolling through a list right now of just all these. That what about Vinland out. Saga? Have you checked that out? I know it's airing oh, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. So I've, I've read the, like, almost, I think it's like, how many chapters of Vinland Saga are there? I've read all of Vinland Saga, and it is uh, it's it's in the top three. the 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 storyline of, of Vinland Saga is just so phenomenal and so well done, and really pulls on the heartstrings. Yeah, it's over two hundred chapters. I've read, I've read all of them, and they're it's so well done. It's definitely it's also one of my roommate's uh, favorites. It's in his top three. It's just such a well done manga. And I watched manga. season one of it. Um, I know Ronnie hasn't seen it, but the story is really good. Yeah, the story's phenomenal. I was I was kind of apprehensive when I went to read it because I read it before I watched it. 
Um, I was a little apprehensive at first to read it, and then I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then I proceeded to read all, I think at the time it was like 180 chapters in one day. I did the same with Demon wow. Slayer, now that I think about it. I read that all in one day. That's pretty crazy. I started to read JoJo's Part 6 before it was animated, and I got about like four pages in, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till this is animated and <laughs> stop doing it. And it was worth it because I, I loved Stone Ocean, and I'm glad I waited, but I don't know how long I can wait for Part 7. No, it's funny. I've I've watched up to Part 5. I have not watched or read Stone Ocean, but I've read Steel Ball Run Part 7. I believe that's Part 7. I'm looking it up. Interesting. Okay. Part seven. Steel Ball Run. Yeah, so I've read Steel Ball Run, which is Part 7, but I have not watched or read Part 6. I, I've i seen like the hype where everybody talks about Part 7 being the best part. I don't know, but... It's, it's phenomenal. It's really well done. I, I really enjoyed it. There we go, Ronnie. We got to cover Steel Ball Run when it comes out. JoJo's is just kind of... I feel like that'd be kind of hard to cover, that show in general. It's very... It's very... Uh, actually, now that I think about it... Sounds like it's going to take a couple of professional TV watchers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Professional podcasters. <sighs> and uh, uh, what else What else is there this year? There's so much good stuff coming out. Oh, made, we got to cover Made in Abyss Season 2 also, Ronnie, since we did Season 1. Mm-hmm. I, I have not watched Made in Abyss... It is the most messed up thing I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've seen I've seen an episode of this. No, there's yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming out. I'm really excited for you guys to cover Jujutsu Kaisen season two. It's going to be a lot easier to cover than season one. I think there's a lot less deliberation and a lot more beating the shit out of each other. Um, I like hearing that because Ronnie was uh, well, me and Ronnie, we both we liked Jujutsu Kaisen, but it kind of. I wouldn't say it was one of our favorites, right? We liked it. We just got to the end. And we were like, I don't know if this we do full coverage for this next season, but based off what you're saying, that's uh, could lead to some different thinking. Yeah, the next season is is gonna be it's the uh, Shibuya arc. It's gonna it's gonna be phenomenal. I'm super excited for it. It's like one thing that all the readers have been waiting for for a long time. There we go. Dope, Ronnie. You got any more that's questions? All I got. Nah. Yeah, awesome. this is fun, Jet. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Anytime, anytime. I'm I don't do much. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on <laughs> so, again soon. This also went pretty smoothly. We don't obviously we always do everything uh, in studio from the penthouse, so we're always a little nervous to try these online ventures. But I think this one worked pretty well. We'll see what the audio ends up sounding like when we get it all. Uh, merged together on the computer and edited but it seemed like it went smoothly hell yeah maybe next time i fly out to the eastern seaboard for fun come to the penthouse there you go you gotta see it it's amazing dude (laughs) yeah we would love for you to we would do it on camera as well if you came out yep awesome um where can people reach you at um you can find me on uh it's jet ashford across basically everything um instagram twitter uh, Twitch on Twitch I'm just Jet J-E-T-T um, but yeah Jet has got the uh, coolest Aaron cosplay that I've seen if Ronnie and Chad are the ones to produce the uh, live action film of Attack on Titan we will be casting right. Jet for Aaron uh, my heart is warmed yeah that's the uh, it's the go to Halloween costume yeah are you going to do that this year too um no probably not i mean last year i don't think i even did it but for anime expo i did and it was sick gotcha yeah the genocide's a little too heavy this year might run <laughs> yeah, the wrong way. yeah should, should probably <laughs> pr- probably ease off for a couple years let it blow over yeah. i'll come back in 2026 real quick funny story about that uh so we're recording this online and we were going i made three accounts in case jet didn't want to make his own profile he could just sign into the one using our email and when i made the password uh i just made it like keep moving forward something or other (laughs) (laughs) and then and then after the special i was saying like during our reaction like oh god we, we might have to stop using that as our motto as much and uh i forgot that i made it that and so i went to sign in today and i went ooh. This aged poorly. <laughs> nah, nah, I would have got a kick out of it. 
I wish I didn't make my own account. <laughs> it is pretty hilarious what that's turned, what keep moving forward has turned into over the years. No, my roommates, my roommates and I were, or the roommates who get it, will will crack that joke all the time. Um, just in like completely unrelated situations, we'll be you know joking about something, be like you just got to keep moving forward. Dude, I wish it was a joke. The amount of times I've unironically woken up for work at 6.10 in the morning and just been like, keep moving forward in my own head is, it's happened more times than I'd like to admit. Dude, I've literally done that on a two mile run. Like, (laughs) it's bad. (laughs) It's there. It keeps you going. I mean, it's not a bad motto. You just, sometimes you got to keep moving forward. Yeah. And I always picture the hobo Aaron saying it, too. It's never any other Aaron. I don't always end it with until all my enemies are defeated. Yeah, I don't always end it with that. I just go keep moving forward. Yeah. No, hot take. I really hate... I like... I I get that character design. It just put me off of his character so much the entire time he was a hobo. It was was just the way... his, His hair and his beard just looked so funny. And I was like, who? I mean, I kind of knew who it was, obviously, because I read the manga. Um, but in the manga, I remember reading it and being like, Aaron looks really weird. He looks really funny. I don't like the way yeah, he looks. Yeah, I imagine like Travis kind of growing something out like that. Yes. <laughs> just so much hair and then <laughs> Shout just out that, to Travis. That little bitty beard. <laughs> just a little, uh, what do they call it, whiskers. That's exactly right. I did want to say right before we wrap this up on just housekeeping uh, podcast chronicles notes, our schedule might be moved around a little bit because our external hard drive is crapped out. So if you've gotten this far and you listened, you're a diehard. So if we don't post something when we normally do, it might be because we're trying to figure some stuff out. And if we'll you know how to fix out. it, let us know. <laughs> yeah. You guys will work it out one way or another, I believe, as long as you keep moving forward. Oh, we'll keep moving forward. It just might be slower than we were before. Until all of our hard hard drives are fixed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Thanks again, Jet. We'll all be right, talking th- with you soon. Yep, thank you. Anytime. Anytime you guys want to cover some Dr. GG or anything else related. Um, I've read basically every mainstream manga there is, so... Yeah, dude, I mean, especially when it ends. Yeah, the ending. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to see the ending. It's going to be awesome. With all that being said, follow us at Ronnie and Chad. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. I've been Jet. Peace. P- peace. You struggled a little bit on that last piece. Yeah, what was there, did, did you, what was that piece? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> it was a, 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 a peace.